Hello and welcome to episode 231 of Beyond the Way with Henny and Sandy. Okay, last time we spoke, you had the the whole fire alarm, your smoke detector was going off. Did did you get that fixed? Uh, Sandy? No, you didn't. Are you kidding? I don't even want to hear it. I, I no, because because I forgot about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it hasn't happened again to remind me. And so I completely forgot about it until now that you're just telling me about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. I was supposed to do that. So while I'm I'm just going to add that to my to-do list right now. Yes, please. So that I, I have a little sticky note on my computer that says to do home edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I also have a to do school edition. Okay. So, uh, okay. smoke alarm battery. There, it's on the list. It will get done okay. now. <laughs> okay, perfect. I mean, this is the time of year because if I, I think that that there's a campaign that would go two times a year, once once a year, because you're supposed to check it once a year, I think, right? And it was mm-hmm. always, I think, in the fall, right, that you're to check yeah. your battery. Well, I think, check- I think they say, I think the what I've heard is around the time that the time changes, like daylight savings yeah. time, they usually say, like, when you change your clocks, change your batteries. Oh, well, there you go. You see? Look at little, <laughs> and a little PSA goes because um, the clocks will change. When do they change? Next weekend? Or is it no, before? Oh, no, after no, no, Thanksgiving? no. No, it's after. Oh, so it's it, November. Right. It's not till it November. Changed. So I just right. had this conversation actually with Mark because he yeah. said something about like the clocks must change soon. Like it's really dark in the morning. And I said, no, I said, they don't. I said, they used to, they used to change right yes. around Thanksgiving, but they've pushed yeah. them two weeks later. Right. So they, so now they change the first weekend of November. Yeah. It aligned with the U S is what happened. Yeah. Well, because the U S changed their dates. Right. And then. Yeah. All of Canada, with the exception of Saskatchewan, followed suit. Yeah, and there's every year, then we'll start seeing in the news the discussion around why do we continue to do this? Yeah, correct. And they'll they'll waste breath, brain cells, <laughs> energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time. Talking talking about debating the fact, this. Yeah, talking about the fact that we should stop doing it, and then everyone will just keep doing it anyway. Absolutely. Until yeah. the next year when somebody's like, hey, maybe we where are we going to talk about? Yeah, we should think about this again. <laughs> yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah. All right. right. Sandy, well, I have a, I have a story to tell you. OK, please. So I really have been uh, working really hard and trying really hard to get my school year off on the right foot from like from all areas of my life you know because everything that was so uh busy and helter skelter and up in the air for the last like for the first part of 2023 with the move and all of that like all of that has calmed down now and you know think I'm settled into my new home I'm now settled into the new school like you know and so I was like okay this beginning like there are no excuses for anything anymore everything is settled mm-hmm. down everything is better mm-hmm. everything is you know mm-hmm. everything is happier you know you got you've got to really commit to doing all of the things that you need to do to feel your very best you know 
And so some things I've been very good at. So I've been very dedicated to doing my, my morning yoga flow Monday through Friday, every morning before I shower, before I go to school, it's been great. I feel so good for doing it. Um, and I'm really pleased with it. So I've been very good at that. I've been sticking to that. And then I was also like, okay, I also have to be, you know, getting into the habit again of preparing my breakfast and lunches so that I have stuff for school. Because of course, through the summer, I can just make breakfast and lunch, you know, when it's breakfast and lunchtime, because I have time to do that. Right. But during Mm -hmm. the school year, I don't have that time. So I have to prep things ahead of time. And so I'm getting into the swing of all of that. And, and it's been going quite well. I've been happy. Like I've been packing my lunches and they've been really tasty and that's been really great. So on the weekend, I, uh, last weekend, I had a very busy weekend And I knew that I was going to have a very busy weekend. And so I think on Friday after school, I stopped at the grocery store and did groceries. And I had a list and I followed the list and everything was good. I I got everything on the list. I was ready. I had stuff for lunches. I had stuff for breakfast. Like, because I needed a ripe banana to make my overnight oats. This is where the story is going. Okay. I'm afraid. I know that I'm waiting for a butt. (laughs) So I bought the ripe banana. (laughs) And oh dear, but yeah. I had enough overnight oats from the week before for Monday. Okay. And so, and the banana that I bought wasn't quite ripe enough. And so I thought, well, okay. I don't actually have to make the oats. Like I don't need the oats until Tuesday. So I'll just wait an extra day and I'll make the, like, cause I can use my leftovers on Monday. I can make the oats on Monday night. So that's what I was going to do. So Monday night, I come home from school and I'm unloading my bag and I'm cleaning everything up and I'm packing my lunch for the next day. And I think, okay, got to make the oats. So I uh, pull out the container, get the banana out, mash the banana, go into the fridge. Okay. I need milk. I have Um, like a dribble of milk in the carton. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And so then I start thinking to myself, okay, can I use something else? <laughs> you know, like, but like, no, yeah. I can't. I mean, nah. could I use water? Probably, but like, ee, I don't know. Like, and I didn't, like, sometimes I have, you know, a box of almond milk in the, yes. in the cupboard, in the pantry. Yeah. And so I was like, maybe I'll do, but my pantry is fairly thin on account of my move. And so I was yeah. like, no, like I literally have nothing. I have nothing that mm-hmm. I can put in this in these overnight oats. So I'm like, okay, (sighs) suck it up. You know, it's like, whatever time it is, you're tired. You're, you know, you're, you, you, and, and like, I have, my evenings are busy. Like, you know, this happens at this time and this happens, you know, and I have to phone, you know, my brother at this time and I have to do that, you know, like, and so I was like, no, no, you need to go. There's literally a grocery store, like across this. I mean, I say yeah. across the street. It's across like a major street, but like it's across the street, mm. you know? And I'm like, just yeah. go to the grocery store, get the carton of milk. So get into the car, drive myself to the grocery store, get the carton of milk, because now I'm also feeling like I'm on a time crunch, right? And then like yeah. drive myself back. So pour the milk. 
the the bananas are done, go into the cupboard to pull out my steel cut oats. No. You have no oats? Sandy, I had like half the <laughs> amount of oats that I needed. What well, is happening? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, are you kidding me right now <laughs> but like I've already started like I can't I can't right. not do this because the milk and the banana are already in the container like and so but I had like some regular rolled oats uh, and so I thought you know what I'm just gonna yeah. do half and half it's gonna be half steel cut and half regular yeah. and so that's what I did not good I mean yeah. it's been fine but it's not great no I no, because I don't have steel cut oats, and I thought I did, and I, I had, like, some different type of oat, and I was like, this does not taste like Henny's. No. It's just not as great. I mean, it's okay, especially because this is half and half, so there is some steel cut in there, Yeah, but it's just not as great. Anyway, oh, I'm happy to say that today I ate the last of the new batch of oatmeal, because, of course, yeah. with the mixture of the steel cut and the regular oats, it it hasn't made as yeah. much either, right? So right. anyway, so I've used the rest of it today. So now this weekend, I have put on my shopping list, steel cut mm -hmm. oats, banana. <laughs> yeah. And even though I probably don't need a carton of milk, I've put carton of milk on my list as well. Because I don't want yeah. a repeat. I don't want a repeat of last week. But I, honestly, I was right. like, I, I cannot bear the idea of going back to the <laughs> store back again. You know, like, I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I've had it. I had a situation like that a few weeks before. It was actually before I went to Canada last time. And I was making cookies. And so then I was, like, quickly, because I could order something then. And then I got that. And then I look. And the next thing is not the right thing. And so now I'm looking and searching again. Like, I think I had three deliveries come. To, with stuff and I'm like that is not like me I normally pull everything out it's the same for me like it, it's very unlike me to have made a list of things knowing like make a list of all the yeah. things you need and then to have missed like important ingredients I mean sometimes yeah. what happens is I get a little bit cocky in the grocery store and I think that I've memorized the list and then I miss something oh. that does happen but that is not what happened this case <laughs> the milk yeah. and the oats were not on my list so man oh my yeah. goodness so that so that I mean I had to sort of make do this week and that and that's been yeah fun. yeah and so then the other thing, remember yeah. several weeks ago, we talked mm -hmm. about an episode of Food We Need to Talk, and they were talking about mindful eating. And one of the strategies that they yeah. talked about was, like, chewing the full bite before you prepare the next bite yes. as a way of, like, being mindful and slowing down and all of that. So I really have made I, I'm really making a concerted effort to do that because I'm not good at that at all I'm I'm notoriously a quick eater and you know really not good at at just slowing down and, and being mindful and, and taking my time and so I really you know to 
to a, a mixed amount of success. I have been trying to do that, but I have to tell you, being back at school, having lunch, it is like I eat so mindfully at school in the opposite direction. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And this is what I mean. <laughs> I have a nutrition break that is 40 minutes long. 20 minutes of that nutrition break, I have supervision duty. So that cuts it down yeah. to 20. At mm -hmm. some point, I have to run inside because, of course, I'm in a portable. So I have to run inside to the school to use the bathroom and then run back out to the portable by the time the period is like about to begin. So that's at least five yeah. minutes. Let's let's say seven. Yep. So now I'm down to 13 okay. minutes. Yeah. That's if the kids that are, that are like in the rooms that I'm supervising get out quickly. Sometimes I have to wait for them. So now I'm down to let's let's say I'm down to 11 minutes. So I have okay. 11 minutes to get my cooler out, unpack everything that I have, put my lunch together because I've been like I've been bringing salads, but like they're in like little different things. Like I have the lettuce and I have right. the eggs and I have the corn and, I, you know, and so I have to dump it all together, dress it and then eat it. I, I have 11 minutes to do that, Sandy. And so okay. it's, it's a very mindful experience because the only thing I'm thinking about is putting this lunch together and eating it as quickly as physically possible. And so I think it's not yes. the kind of my yeah. thing that I was intending to do because I, it is, it's like, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost like a game. Like how quickly can I get yeah. this bowl into my mouth? Like, and I'm like, and I, you know, and sometimes I have things to do. And so then I'm like walking around, like moving things around and yeah. like moving, like putting things down on kids' desks and like yeah. sh shoveling the salad into my, it's not good, Sandy. <laughs> but, no. but the problem is no. that with the schedule of the day, the first nutrition break is too early to eat lunch. And the end of the day is too, like, it's too far away. Like I have uh, okay. to eat lunch at the second break. Yeah. So I feel like once I transition into soups, it will become easier because there will be no like prep required. It will just be like unplug yeah. my crock pot and put a spoon in. But right yeah. now, whew, it's a <laughs> it's a challenge. So I don't know if you would call That's... that mindful eating. No. So okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Okay, that that's a good segue into. Okay. I listened to uh, a bunch of podcasts this week. And one of the episodes on how to be fine, which is podcast that we've talked about before, yeah. is called T TV Dining. So immediately, oh as soon as I see the title, I'm thinking, did you listen? So I have not listened, but I I saw I saw it come up and I saw the title and I was like, oh my goodness, this is for me. But I haven't listened yet. I I yes, uh, I was like, this is Penny and Mark. Like literally yeah. that's yeah. what I said. So so basically, you know, they they talk about like just talk actually I think what, what happened was that somebody, Jolenta, one of the hosts her and Dean, her husband, were actually featured in an article about TV dining in the New York Times, I think. Oh. And a listener had 
heard or read it, sorry, and then wanted to said, can you do an episode on it? Because there's a lot of debate about whether or not you should, you shouldn't. You know, some people grow up in a house that everything is off. Other people, that's how everybody ate. Right. Like there's, you know, studies that say that fan, like you're, it's not good for your children that you that you should have family time and have discussions and other people yeah. are like yeah well we ate together but no one said a damn word at the at the table anyways uh, other people have said watching tv and eating sometimes it's easier if you're watching a show and something comes up that might spur a a, a kid or a tween or a teenager to have an opportunity to ask the question which i thought was very interesting and yeah. it makes sense they see something that maybe has a sexual intonation with it or yeah. a something that is of some sort of a sexual tone yeah. and, and they, they start into a conversation yeah and the conversations sometimes those conversations are easier when you're not sitting face to face but you're both looking forward and having that because it's easier to and I know for myself it's de it's certainly easier to have a tough conversation with someone if I don't have to look at them right well to and, face. You, and you've said this before that you often have tough conversations in the car correct right yes yeah yeah and because my for that reason really, because because yeah. you're con you're focused ahead of you yes. yeah 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 I mean, that makes perfect sense yeah so, well, and and I I had the one time where my daughter told me something like it was obviously very difficult for her to share in the car and planned it almost like there was no time for a discussion or me to ask a lot of questions because we are arriving at our destination. It's like, I'm not sure how she figured out how long it was going to take to have that conversation as we were pulling into the underground parking lot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway. But anyway, part one of the one of the things that they did talk about was mindful and mindless eating. Because those are buzzwords. Yeah. Those are things that you're able to be more mindful. That if when you have, when there's mindless eating, that you overeat, but you need to be mindful of, of eating. They actually, instead of them being two separate things, it's often terms that are used interchangeably. Mm -hmm. But when they had a definition, because Jolenta then like Googled and researched and everything all about TV dining and the mindfulness um, versus mindlessness is yeah. that there is a difference because mindful eating and you're eating, when you're eating in front of the TV or your computer or you're doing something else when you're eating, whatever it is, it doesn't necessarily lead to overeating. It actually, there's actually studies that say that it can help you with, with um, eating the right portion of food because generally you've already prepared your meal you've prepared what you're taking and that's what you have to eat yeah. versus mindless eating is you sit down with a bag of chips or yes. a bag of cookies and you just continually are putting your hand in and you're not aware of how much you're actually eating yes that was like a ding 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 to me I was like that I get that 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 is a hundred percent to me I hundred percent believe that that's yeah. so true yeah you know, have the TV on. It doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have any conversation. It often is something that helps them spark different conversations yeah. about different things. Yeah. So, but I automatically, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is Henny. This is Henny. I, 
I saw it too, and I thought, oh my goodness, I have to listen to that. I just haven't made it that far. Um, it's interesting because we were a family that didn't, I mean, the TV was off at dinner time. Like yeah. that was that was a big no no, but yeah. we also talked a lot at dinner time. Like there was a lot of yeah. chatter at dinner time. Yeah, between yeah. like between my parents while the kids like didn't talk, but also like between the kids and with my parents and the kids. I mean, yeah, like there was a lot of conversation at dinner, but definitely no television at dinner. Um, yeah, but yeah, it made. It may depend on how many, or like you had a big family also. So sometimes yeah. when you have a lot of siblings, there's competition between to actually have yourself heard, yeah. to share, like there's it's a different dynamic than, I mean, mm -hmm. if you are an, an, an only child, like, I mean, I remember when it was just Graham and, you know, we were always yeah. like, what happened at school today? What have, you know, it was always checking, what did you do in this class? What did you do yeah. in that class? But it was always like pulling teeth and you felt, yeah. You feel bad for the kid because it's yeah. like, you know, he's been bombarded with and we're not necessarily having the same conversation in front of him that we would have. No, just the two of us. No, for sure. You know? For sure. Yeah, for sure. So, so, and, yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's just it's funny to think about, like, because I certainly didn't grow up eating in front of the television. But yeah, but now I mean, but it's interesting because like Mark and I eat in front of the TV always. <laughs> like whether yeah like every time I cook dinner then we eat in front of the tv but we also chat like like chit chat yeah. about whatever's going on the tv or about something else you know like you know it's yeah. not it's not just like you're sitting in silence watching the television either um right but a couple of weeks ago we went out for like a nice meal like it was his birthday and so we went out for a like a sort of a to kind of a poshy place and and because it's it's a restaurant that's quite uh like quite nice it's very slow you know like the service yeah. is slow and you know it's like you know first you get the drinks and then you order the appetizer and then you, and then like you get the appetizer and then you order the meal you know so like it was right. this big long drawn out meal and and we had a really nice time. And when we left, like even like yeah. Mark said to me, he's like, that was really nice. Like it was really like yeah. nice to just like sit and chat and, you know, have all this like un un uninterrupted time together, you know? And yeah. So, I mean, there is, there is definitely benefit to not eating in front of the TV, I think is what I'm saying. <laughs> that there may still be conversation, but the conversation would maybe not be the same if you're looking at each other face to face. Cause I think that that's when, when, you know, uh, anybody in a relationship or with friends, whatever it is, families so that you plan different types of things, you know, like yeah. that's brainstorming, that's throwing things out there. That's yeah. those type of conversations where, where it's, there's a distraction with other things going on. So the conversation will keep flowing because of, you could be watching whatever it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's difficult to have a conversation watching a show that you really need to pay attention to and follow 100%. versus reality TV, yeah. a docu documentary, like something like and that, where there's conversation that, that you, because you're having discussions about what's actually happening because of yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. And it's difficult 
when you're when you're doing something else, whether you're playing a game or watching television or like when you're in the midst of doing something else, it's difficult to have a sustained conversation. Yes. Right. Like it's it's yeah. conversation in bits and pieces and in ebbs and flows. Right. right? Which is different yes. from like a conversation that well, which is different from what we're doing now. Right. Which is a conversation Correct. that continues you know, from a start point yes. to an end point, right? Not that it's, yeah. not that you're only talking about one thing necessarily, but that the conversation right. itself has no pause, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need the continuity of the conversation, whether like you're planning a vacation. So then mm -hmm. well, what does that look like? Like, let's look at dates. Let's look at how are we going to go? Where are we going to stay? How long will be this? You know, there's a lot of different things and that is hard to necessarily just leave and pick up and leave and pick up without having this, you know, uh, gathering it all. This is what we've talked about so far, and this is what we still need to have a conversation about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, it was. It, I actually found it was really, really interesting because they did cover a lot of different things, especially family dynamics, studies done on ch young children, adults, etc. Um, surround, surrounding that. So that was that was. I'm excited to listen to that. Yeah. Love it. The other thing that I heard, and I've heard this. I've heard this before, but I don't know if we've chatted about it. So statistically, women date men or women who are laterally at the same, you know, sort of um, level as them or above. Okay. And and men laterally or below. As far as like professionally, like any like or yeah, financially so, or like all yes, of that, all of those. All of those things. Or even, I guess, maybe historically, like, in a hierarchical society, like, you you would... Exactly. Like, it would be more likely for a woman to date or marry, like, above her station? Correct. And yeah. men below. Yeah. And so I was like, huh. I was like, oh, well, I, I wonder, like, what what you think, what, what do you think of that? I'm, I don't know. I'm just thinking about that. Like, uh, I, guess, I don't know. I guess you can, I, I guess thinking about why that would have, why that, so, why that is, whether it still is, uh, they, it was, uh, Dax said that this is, it is still statistically that that is still true. That, uh, why, I understand why I guess men would like men at a time like and some men still are I mean I don't know statistically how many are but you wouldn't want someone who was doing better than you mm -hmm. to be your partner mm -hmm. you feeling threatened mm -hmm. I mean lots of different things right mm -hmm. I think I think it makes a lot of sense why that is the case historically and even leading into today because historically there were more opportunities for men to mm -hmm. be educated, for example. There were more yeah. opportunities for men to uh, to have jobs outside of the home. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in those jobs outside of the home, there were more opportunities for men to A, make more money, and B, yeah. climb corporate ladder in comparison right. to women, right? And so when right. you have... Mm -hmm hundreds of years of that yeah then like it makes sense that it wouldn't just all of a sudden be different yeah it's true 
right? Mm -hmm. And so I think probably it continues today for the most part because we're still living in the remnants of that, right? Like, like statistically women still earn less than men for the same level. Right. Yeah. The, The gap between white women and white men is very small, but when you're talking about women and men of other races the gap is much larger so i Mm -hmm. i think definitely there's something to be said for that 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 generally for the same job men are still making more money so that would put them ahead quote unquote that way um i think there i i think if you look at CEOs, CFOs, you know, upper management of most businesses, you're going to see way more men in those positions than women. So for whatever reason, like that continues to Mm -hmm. be the case. So I think that puts men, quote unquote, ahead of women. I think the one place that 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 the that it's not the same is if I'm and, and I could be wrong, but I but I'm fairly certain that I'm right in saying that there are more women in post-secondary education than there are men currently right so that's the one area where certainly in i'm speaking about north america definitely i i mean and here's another thing if you're talking about north america versus globally you're talking about two different things because there are still places in this world where girls aren't allowed to go to school you know or girls of a certain mm-hmm. age aren't allowed to go to school you know so but if we're talking about yeah. north america uh, i i do believe that statistic statistically there are more women going to post secondary education and finishing post secondary edu- education than there are men so so maybe we're going to see a tipping point like maybe we're going to see yeah. things balance out a little bit more yeah i'm sure the gap is is closing on mm-hmm. that right but yeah it's like huh yeah sometimes you you think but yeah I, I i guess that that is true I just never think about it you know I yeah, just yeah. never thought yeah. about it before yeah. but anyway huh i yeah i i think i was just trying to think like do you think that there's something about like that, that women are more likely to be attracted to a man that is like laterally positioned or positioned in a way that she sees as ahead of her than, Mm. you know, like, is it, is it, is it, that's what we're attracted to, or is it just that that is what the population is? And so it just happens to be like that. Well, well, I don't know, Henny, because I wonder if that is what what we think that we want, but not necessarily what we need to be happy. Like, I think there's a, I think that's a big gap. It's wow. like, what do we need to balance out our, like, our, our, to live in a harmonious and happy life versus the things that we want to acquire, you know? Well, I mean... 100 percent there is a there is a big gap between what we think we want and what we actually need slash want like like i think even the perception of what we want versus what we actually want are two different things too because we think we want something but what okay so here so here's what i'm thinking is when i 
when I very first created a dating profile and mm-hmm. I joined the, the, the world of online dating, I thought that what I wanted was someone who had equivalent education to me, like an equivalent education level to me. And, yeah. and so I was picky in, in who I was choosing to try to establish a connection with based on education level, because I thought that's what I wanted. And then when I stopped doing that, then I realized that it's not the education level that matters. It's the thoughtfulness and the quality of the conversation like I I want someone who's curious about things I want someone who's thinking about things I want someone who's going to challenge the way that I think that's what I want I I don't actually care what education you have you know it it was just so so there there needed to be some sort of a change in my understanding of what I actually wanted right The, the, the perception was okay must be this but it actually turned out to be something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that there's a lot of people that just never get that right. Mm. You know, or it takes a long time before they realize that. Yeah. That is not, that's, that's not the right choice for me. Yeah. Like you, you mean like people are really stuck on certain things for a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually just talking about this it it's not it's not the same conversation but I was listening to so there was an episode of We Can Do Hard Things that that came out recently and the guest on the show was Oprah. Oh, and I just so, listened. So you sent me you sent it to me yesterday I think and said like yeah. have you listened to this and I was like yeah. no but I I put it on my priority list to listen before today. And so I listened to that. But um it just made me think of that while we were talking now because while these women were talking they were they were you know Oprah was talking about you know lessons that she's learned going through different situations and mm-hmm. you know and every time she experiences something whether it's something great or whether it's a, a trial or a hardship mm-hmm. you know she said i she said i don't know why i'm necessarily experiencing this right now but i but i need to focus on the idea that there's something that i can learn from this and it's the only way that i can sort of you know like carry myself through this, this hard, especially yeah. hard times. She's like, I can carry myself through the hard times, you know, just knowing for myself that I'm going to learn something from this. And, and specifically, I'm going to learn something about myself. Yeah. And, and so there were a couple of times in the conversation where Glennon said to her, like, so like, so what, you know, what is it that, what is it that you're really like, you know, attached to? What is what is it that you can't let go in this case? And she was like, I don't know. And then it was like, well, what is it that you can't let go in this case? And she's like, well, I don't, I don't really know yet. I haven't figured that out. And then at one point, Glenn is like, I found it. I know what it is you're attached to. And so yeah. just us talking, like me saying, like, I thought this was what I wanted. Turns out I yeah. wanted this. It just reminded yeah. me kind of of that conversation. But yeah. like, sometimes you have to... You have to both talk with other people and, you know, reflect with yourself Mm -hmm. in order to kind of figure those things out, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Whether it's, you know, uh, you know, some, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who it is that you'd like to spend your time with, or whether that's, you know, figuring out, you know, what's going on with your eating habits or, you know, why you can't mm-hmm. motivate yourself to, you know, do this or to do that or, you know, like whatever it is, you know, it, yeah. I think there's a, there's a piece of, you know, needing to, to reflect for yourself, but then also needing to talk to other people because sometimes yeah. someone else sees it in you before yeah. you see it in yourself. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed the, the that episode because you know, she, she taught, they, they talked to, I mean, she has a book that I think just came out. So I think that probably was like one of the, one of the things, but, but she didn't spend an awful lot of time talking about that. Right. No. Directly. Because I think the book is really about these things that she has learned. Correct. Over time. Correct. But, but, um, but it was really interesting for her to, talk and the one thing that I took from it the conversation was yeah. that you you have to have those lows and those crappy things that happen to you to appreciate the 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 good too you can, the thing is is that the, there has to be there's a balance always like mm-hmm. it can't always everything can't always go your way everybody has some sort of a disappointment or some sort of a tragedy or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. happen to them many many of them Mm-hmm. But we also all experience joy and, you know, uh, success in in different aspects or different times in our life. And you can't have, you won't know what one of them is without having the other. And so, yeah. you know, and I've heard that before, but it was just yesterday, it was just like, yeah, now I, I really... It, I, that makes sense. Like, I really mm-hmm. kind of get that, you know, it's, it, it hits. I, I, I was telling Phil about the episode because I said to him, you know, she, she started by talking about um, the fires in Maui mm-hmm. and about her house there and like, you know, all of the things. And at first she thought, oh, they're over exaggerating. And then she realized they weren't and how she was like trying to help people. And then the Dwayne, the rock phoned and they were trying to put all this fundraising together and they were trying to figure out how they could get money and resources and things to people who needed it yeah without having to go through some sort of government agency that was the one that was um uh giving the money where they had to go you know it was a bunch of stuff so she was I said I can't remember exactly what it was they came up with but but it was the night before they were going to launch this and she had already pledged and said she was going to start off the donations with 10 million dollars and she said Mm -hmm. to, to to the the ladies on, on we can do hard things that to her in her experience that number is the number that people kind of get lit up with right like, that is the number you know yeah. and so she said so she had said you know she was going to start this with 10 million but, but there was a time difference and she said so when she woke up the next day that she for the first time and she said you know there's, she said, there's no one that in this world, a celebrity that has had more people talk, poke fun at mm-hmm. their weight, their mm-hmm. relationship, everything yeah. that they've done yeah. than her. She said, there is just nobody. Yeah. My weight has always been what everyone is talking about. Yeah. 
And she said, but I woke up to these comments that just were visceral. She said it was just, and she said, and I have spoken to and interviewed young people and parents of young people who've committed suicide because of bullying they've received online Mm. and thought that I understood it. And she said, and at that moment realized I did not get it. Yeah. I did not. I understand now. And she said, and I'm, she said, and I'm a a grown adult with a lot of resources and a lot of life. And I've taken a lot, she said, and I can now think back and not imagine how young people who don't have that and are the subject of these people who just, because anyone can say whatever they want. And so that, that was, that was eye-opening, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because that is so true. And for someone with her experience to think that she has, she spoke to lots and lots of people about this, you know, previously to really acknowledge that they really did not understand, understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, But also trying to just be another example of what, what am I supposed to like, what am I supposed to learn from this? What is the lesson here? Yeah. And she said she still doesn't know what the lesson is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but then went on, she was talking about the money she's given to family and how when she first started being successful, everybody just wanted 500, just 500. I need 500. And then she got, and then she got a different job. And then it was like, I only need 5,000. There's 5,000. Everyone needs 5,000. And then a family (laughs) member to say, I was in the house the night you were born. I think that's worth $25,000. That was wild. And they were like, no one said that to you. And she says, I am telling you, someone, a family member said that to me. $20,000. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I said to Phil, it's so interesting how, I mean, there's a lot of ridiculously rich people in this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More money than they're going to be able to spend. Correct. But they've also taken a lot of risks. This is not luck. You know, sometimes it's, it's circumstance, things align. Yeah. But when you look at someone like her, most of her money, you know, I believe has been made It's she is the brand. Yeah. Right. And so whether you like her, or you don't like her, it's not up to us to decide what people should spend their money on, how much they should donate, yeah. who they should give, but that their family deserves it. I mean, yeah. it's just a, it's a, an interesting thought process you know mm-hmm. to to think about well oprah's got this much and this much and this much she also said i'm also i don't have any offshore accounts i <laughs> i pay the most income tax of probably anybody you know i mean she says i like i do the right thing you know she's yeah. very proud of being the person that does the right thing yeah so which is interesting because you put that statement out yeah uh, into the universe and, and you keep, know that people, people are going to be trying to prove that's you. That's it. Well. People are looking. Yeah. They're looking for the soundbite. Right? They're going Definitely. to take that clip. Yeah. So was, I, as she said it, I was like, ooh, that's a big thing to say because somebody is going to try to, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to prove you wrong. To prove you wrong with that. But anyway. Well, anyways, a lot of good episodes this week I've listened to. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Good listening. 
Good listening. I was, uh, I was interested in, there was a part of the conversation once again, that Oprah was having where she was talking about, you know, when you create something, like when you, when you put something out into the universe, you know, like whether Mm. it's a podcast episode or, you know, she was talking in particular about a movie or like even, I don't know, like even smaller things too, like an email that you send or, you know, like, like when you, when you send something out, you know, whether it's to a specific person or whether it's to, uh, you know, the, the general public, you know, she's like, one of the things that she's learned is she said, I can't be concerned about how people take that thing or Mm. react to that thing or what they learn from that thing or what they feel about that thing. She's like, because she's like, I have to think of it as like a gift that I'm giving. Yeah. It's up to them to do with the gift as they feel. And that I can't tell them, you know, I can't tell people now that you've received this, you should do this. Or now that you've received this, you should think this about it or about me. Like, you know, she's like, I I don't get to do that. And I was thinking about, you know, that we've had this conversation about like Mm. actual gifts, you know, specifically giving people money, you know, like, yeah. If you are, if you are gifting something to someone, it's not up to you what they do with it. I mean, even a gift, like if you, you know, if you gift something, Mm -hmm. I mean, if they return it, they return it, they return it. Like it's their prerogative. You gifted it to them. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard in the moment of that as if you are gifting something to someone you've taken the time and the energy to put something mm-hmm. together or the money to buy something or yes. you know, the thought behind whatever it is, or you've organized something, you know, and you, and you're doing that with love either of the person that you're giving it to or of what you're doing or of, you know, of a, of a concept, you know, that you want to share with people, you know, like, and so it's, it's near and dear to you because yes, you know, either the thing that you've created is near and dear because it's important to you or the person that you're giving the object to is important, you know, to you, but you know, it's not up to you once, once you've given it. Yes. You have no control over that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the, it's, it's, it, it can be hurtful if you've really put a lot of thought and care into something. Mm hmm. And, and then it's not received on the, so that, and in those instances, so now just even saying this out loud, it's like, but is that, is that on me for not knowing the person as well as I think they do? Mm. You know, is it more what I think that they, I think they like without really knowing the things that they would appreciate having? Mm. It's like gifts at different points, I, I think about this with my kids, that yeah. there are times that um, what I try to do, so say I'll use Brock and M for an example. Okay. It's like, is there something that the two of you, like that together, like you want for the house, you know, or you've been wanting to get, but it's a, it's a large gift. So is there something that we can gift to you as a couple? And then I can mm-hmm. still buy something personal that they mm. could spend on Christmas Day or something. Right. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And 
and because I wouldn't want to just buy something for the house. I mean, and and I do know because I now look after. So Emmeline had said, "Oh, I have a." I said, "Is there nothing on your on a wish list that you want for your birthday?" I said, "I've already bought a couple of little things, but is there something?" So she, "Oh, I have an Amazon list." What? So now I can see this. So she shared that. I've told my other kids, can you make me an Amazon list? Yeah. It's brilliant because once I buy it, it's off the list. I don't have to worry about someone else buying it. Right, right, right. It's like a registry, but yes. for just a, a person for any, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a bad idea. It is so good. And then they can just continually through the year, go and add stuff on as they think yeah. about it or whatever. So yeah. like I said to Brock, can you put a list together? for me hun actually you know he said to me like this is before he's like hey do you have emmeline's amazon list <laughs> you're not hi do you not live in the same house as your wife <laughs> <laughs> okay i send it to him you know but i said can you put one together yesterday so i thought he might have forgotten about it but yesterday yeah. he sent me a list it's probably got 30 things on it all different price ranges some things are 10 bucks some things are 250 dollars oh, brilliant wow. Because yeah. his birthday and Christmas are like a month and a half apart. So okay. I'm like, this is great. You know, Graham has one. But the things on it are things, too, that I would be like, you know, Graham wants like baking sheets and he wants this measuring cup. And he wants. I mean, it's it's stuff that you would have come up with on your own to buy. Well, probably. But also it's like, oh, but that's not really a gift. But it is for someone when you're starting out. And I have to remember when I was that age, those are the things that I would have died because I might not have been able to buy that specific brand of exactly. one that I wanted. I would have bought something cheaper, you know, and and that there have been times when I'll say, like, is there something usually a Brock would be like, OK, well, what's what kind of price range are you looking at? Mm. And I'll say, well, here's the price range. If you yeah. guys pick something, you know, yeah. and and so I, I, you know, but now I tr and I do try to keep a little list on my own. I'm not even sure where I was going with this. Oh, I do know where I'm going with this. Okay, <laughs> so here, here's a good example. So, and we've never had this conversation. You bought me this beautiful hair dryer for my birthday this year. I did. <laughs> Listen to me being so proud of. It. I did. No, yes, that is no, correct. it was a, such a generous gift. It is like. I I brought it back with me because I had it at Brock's because I can't use it here because I could I guess if I pull my adapter thing out but that would be really a big thing to plug to plug in yeah because of of the the difference with the electric yeah. codes whatever so anyway I'm just I love it but there was a diffuser with it which is for curly hair right and so I. I struggled with whether to to message you about it because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, but I also please. don't like when somebody has spent money on something that yeah. is not something that is useful for me. Yeah. And no. So, and well, so I'm, I I'm did. Glad, I, I'm glad you. I'm glad yeah. you messaged me about it to say like this this piece because I because I like I bought an extra yes. attachment because yes. one point because yeah. I don't know anything from anything right and at one point you said that you you get annoyed at hotels because the hotel hair dryers don't have diffusers on the end so I was Which, like okay she needs a diffuser all right and so when I was but I don't get it because I can see a diffuser for curly hair and clearly she doesn't have curly hair. I'm not sure what she does. Maybe she does something else with a diffuser on the end of a... <laughs> you said it that you were irritated when the diffusers weren't there. And so I thought, okay, well, she needs a diffuser. And so it was like this extra attachment. I was like, well, I guess I need to get the extra attachment. But then as it turns out, you just meant like 
the end. I don't know what the name, because I don't know nothing about nothing either. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm glad that you said to me, like, this actually I don't need, because yeah. I just returned that one little piece, like, no biggie. Exactly. But, and I also know, like, those, like, I, they, these things are not inexpensive. And I also, like, I, it, I wouldn't be able to use it. So, no. you know, anyways, but I, and I struggled with, and I didn't even tell you to your face. I sent you a message. Yeah, you did. Oh, Sandy. <laughs> You're silly. Because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But then I was like, you know what? No, she knows that I take something back that's worth $2. That if I'm not going to use it, I do that. So this is, should not really come as a surprise to her. Not at all. And I also, like, I tell my children and everything, like, if it is not the right thing, please tell me because yeah. I might as well not be hurt. I would rather that you had something that you could use mm -hmm. and you know, is useful to you. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, it's so funny that, okay, this was what, in May? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're only just having this conversation now, Sandy. You're ridiculous. <laughs> but because it didn't come up again, and then it just did. So yeah. I was like, okay, here's perfect. But time. I mean, but it's hard too. And like maybe some of it, like some of it's on me too, because because I was so excited about the gift because I was so sure that you were gonna love it. Oh my god! And so. And so that's hard too, because if you know that I'm excited about the gift, then there's even more pressure for you to like, like the gift. Yeah. But it wasn't, I did. I do love the gift. It wasn't the gift and the gift has like all these things, you know? And I mean, it's got this like nice little bag and there's like all these little, and it like, I, I yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> so, I cannot wait to move back home and be having it. Yeah. Oof. Very exciting. Well, and that was, I mean, that was certainly some of the, the f the fun for me in getting the gift is because I thought about what is something that I know you would appreciate that yeah. you don't actually need and so therefore you wouldn't buy for yourself but yeah. would would be something that would improve your life by having you know <laughs> yeah. but then in addition it was like something for when you come home you know like and that was like the added the yeah. added fun of it yeah which I would have to buy one when I went home and I think you must have said that to me at yeah. some point that that must have been why I was thinking about it in the first place because yeah. I don't typically go around thinking people need hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> Though I have to tell you that I, because I follow a ton of Costco um, Instagram accounts, ridiculous amount, but I know, yeah. I know what's in the warehouse. I know what's clearing at which warehouse. I know <laughs> I got the, I got the deets if anyone wants to know. This is what I do. This is my life. And so I saw today somebody had had posted that they've just got the baby bliss ones in for like 70 bucks that retail for like $240. Oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder if my granddaughter would like one of those. Oh. Like she's right. She's going to be 13. Those are nice things to have is like to have an actual, but then I, then it, then I was like, oh, but she's also got long hair. I wonder if she wants like one of those like nice curling things or whatever. So these are things that I'm going to have to ask her to yes. see. That gave me some ideas about, oh, about good. Yeah. Anyway, that's totally random. But <laughs> anyways, if you, if you need to know about new things, I can let you know. But with like when the pumpkin pies are in the warehouse, I'm going to have all the details about all of those things. You know. <laughs> Any Costco <laughs> questions, send them to Sandy. <laughs> there's a recall right now on the cranberry cookies because oh. there's wood in some of them. Oh. Yeah. That's like, that's like, like sawdust. 
flakes or something or wood chips or something. Wood yeah. chips. Okay. Okay. I don't know. How many, how many, how many chicks could a wood chick chuck if a wood chick could chuck wood? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in my cookie eating phase right now. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> oh my God. Did you ever go and buy a whole box of those ones and eat them? No, I never did. Oh, that would be impressive. I never did. <laughs> I would bow and down to you because there's a lot. Of, they're big and there's a lot. No, I never, I never did that. Mm, I bet the two of us could sit down and eat one, though. Oh, I bet you we could. <laughs> and then, you have to have milk in the house. <laughs> and, and then we'd be sitting there staring at each other being like, that was too oh, much. <laughs> oh, my belly. That was not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it would be fun when we did it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the problem with so many of these, uh, you know, yeah. Um, vices I guess you know addictions whatever it might be like yeah. they're in the moment they feel great yeah they do <laughs> <laughs> uh, like what I do with the diffuser when I'm in a hotel <laughs> like, okay. I mean, whatever you're doing with that diffuser <laughs> it's ma- making you feel great <laughs> oh lordy lord it was a oh, big one <laughs> Oh, Sandy. Well, it's an absolute pleasure having a chat with you today. Oh, you too, friend. Thanks for your, thanks for your time and your, uh, your conversation. Yeah. Ditto, ditto. And, um, thanks for everyone who's still listening. (laughs) I truly though, I mean, I, I was thinking about our podcast when I was listening to, you know, Oprah talk about, you know, like when you put something out into the world, Mm -hmm. you know, people like it's theirs now you know like it's no longer yours and I was thinking like it is it's really remarkable to me actually that we continue to do this yeah mostly for ourselves right um and and then you know and want to share it with others and you know that others are you know still with us and and engaging with us and and listening and and chatting to us about what they're listening to and I mean we we really do appreciate it yeah we do 100% yeah well I'm gonna put uh, on Instagram this week I'm going to put a little like ask me ask me anything about Costco question (laughs) okay and I'll forward those questions to you Sandy (laughs) (laughs) all right perfect thank you I look forward to it I look forward to it Uh, all right, Sandy. Have a great week. Yeah, you too. Talk to you later. Okay, bye.